Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Welcome to episode 11. I can't believe that it's already well into the middle of January almost and what a magnificent couple of weeks we've had weather-wise here. I know it's been 32 degrees Celsius, sunny, um, you know, everyone's been away on holiday and see Noosa so busy and vibrant. It's really fantastic. For those of you that have been tuning in where it's minus degrees, thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope that you're wrapped up warm and enjoying some fantastic healthy food and some exercises you can. I know it's a bit more difficult when um, it's snowing outside, but thank you very much for joining in. And I think what I wanted to do before I kick off uh, episode 11 is just thank Shah1973, and she'll know who she is, for such a fantastic review on iTunes and for the five stars. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. I'm going to read out your review as promised. Yay, finally a podcast that is Australian, informative, and not boring to listen to. I enjoy the podcast so much that I went from not wanting to even run one kilometer to running 8Ks just because I wanted to continue listening to the podcast and I became lost in the moment. Thank you so much, Shao. I really appreciate that. And, um, you know, I hope that as I get better at this and you guys continue to give me feedback, it can be a really fantastic collaboration on all that's health, fitness, mindset, nutrition, and conscious living. So I'm going to be talking with you today about the importance of rest and balance and that it's training until you're blue in the face and when you're totally exhausted and burning the candle at both ends. You know why it's not such a good idea and as we get older we start to find a balance and learn the right rhythm and and find times where we can kind of have a nano break. So I'm going to be talking to you about that today. And I just want to let you know that it's the last two weeks of the Maui early bird rates. So we have early bird rates for my 10th anniversary retreat, uh, which is totally bespoke at the wonderful Lumeria Resort in Maui. Uh, You can hop onto the vitalitycoach.com.au. I'll be putting a special link at the bottom of this podcast. It is the last two weeks before the price goes up on the 1st of February. So if you do want to come along, I suggest you get online, make a booking, or you can contact Sasha to support you in your booking and questions. And when I let you go at the end of this podcast as well, I'll be introducing a new special guest I have for Podcast 12. So I can't wait to tell you about that. If you are on my free online coaching program, and you're enjoying it or you'd like some feedback and you want to see more things, then please don't forget to leave me a comment. If you'd like to join up, the extended dates are online and you can hop online for free and join the four-week four fitness and nutrition plan. So let's get on to episode 11. I think the first thing I want to start with is sleep patterns and why lack of sleep can play havoc with your health. If you are really busy and you have a high adrenaline position or you just seem to not really find a cruise control in your life and you're not sleeping well, this is just not a good thing. So training through it and not listening to your body is never a good idea. I really recommend that you take stock of where you are right now and how well you sleep and what your biorhythms are like because that's usually a really good testament 
to how well you are health and wellness wise, how well you are mentally, how well you are physically as well. And if you're listening to this and it's 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning, then chances are, A, you've just come back from big night out, B, you work shift, shift work, or, you know, C, you suffer from insomnia and, you know, it could be all three. So <laughs> a lot of emphasis is put on exercise and diet for general health and well-being and part of the wellness picture is sleep, the importance of it and what happens to your body when you lack the rest and recovery you need. Insomnia or sleeplessness is a sleep disorder in which there is an inability to fall asleep or stay asleep as long as desired. I don't know about you, but when I wrote my blog post post about insomnia, it was 2 a.m. in the morning and I could totally recognize that statement. It's one of my least favorite things. As I know, when I'm lacking sleep and I can't recharge, I'm reducing my levels of optimum health as well as my performance. Quality sleep is vital to well-being. Repeated periods of lack of sleep can play havoc with your hormones, prevent weight loss, reduce your memory and mental performance, and really create dangerous situations if you're not functioning with 100% attention. For example, driving long hours, dealing with heavy machinery, you know, um, being responsible for kids and you're really not paying much attention. Your body should be in optimal condition and we need sleep for that. So I'm going to spend a few minutes talking about insomnia and the reason I'm bringing it up on episode 11 is I've got a wonderful client with me here for a private retreat this week and we've been talking a lot about the the fact that she's just pushed herself so much, she's doing so much, she's a fantastic mother, she's great at her job, she's studying, she goes to the gym, she gets up at 4.30 in the morning, why isn't she achieving this amazing balanced body and why isn't she her goal weight and why is she not... Um, having as many good energy levels, it's because she's just not taking the rest that she needs. So this is very topical for me at the moment. Most of the people that come for my coaching programs or come away for a private retreat, they're so worried about the evenings and, you know, oh my God, what am I going to be doing? Why are we going to bed so early? You've got to give your body time to relax. And it's that downtime, that calibration time, um, you know, from the 40s when someone came home from work and they opened the paper. It's that time that we just don't make anymore. We're always on. There is no off button. And that's what I want to draw attention to today. And the first sign of that, once we get to a point where we're really not functioning well, I think is insomnia. So it can be based on regular circumstances, like you travel a lot for work. A lot of it is to do with stress and overthinking things, overtraining, a bad diet, the wrong foods before bedtime, or even bad lighting and ventilation in the room. I mean, it all makes a difference. The key is to ensure insomnia and not sleeping through the night does not become a pattern because once you get up and you start having this 2 a.m. break in your sleep and you're so used to it, then your body gets used to that biorhythm. So I just want to give you a few facts and figures here uh, to make it a little bit more scientific. According to the National Sleep Foundation, the common symptoms of insomnia include difficulty falling asleep, waking up frequently during the night, difficulty returning to sleep, waking up too early in the morning, unrefreshing sleep, daytime sleep, sleepiness, difficulty concentrating, irritability. Now, if you've ticked a few of those boxes, chances are your sleep patterns aren't ideal and you're not giving your body the environment to heal, grow and be healthy. So, I mean, the other thing is sleep patterns are completely different for everyone. I personally need maybe six hours sleep. Friends of mine and clients, they need eight hours sleep. So, Some can fall asleep quickly, others take a while. 
the key is that when you're asleep, your body has the ability to go into a deeper REM sleep. And this is the mode where all the magic happens. This is where your cells regenerate. This is where your recovery from muscles and tissues, recharging your body battery happens. And it's so crucial to have good quality sleep. I can't emphasize that enough. Sleep is just as important as training. Rest is just as important as training on your health and fitness journey. Okay, so I'm going to give you some facts on why sleep is so important rather than me harping on about it. What's wrong with lack of sleep? Lack of sleep reduces your senses, can affect your memory and mental performance, as I mentioned before. Lack of sleep of drowsiness is one of the leading causes of road accidents by people falling asleep at the wheel. A high cortisol level, and this is one thing that you read about a lot in hormones and weight loss and not being able to shift that belly flat and always having this kind of weight problem all the time. This cortisol level in your body creates a stimulated environment or stress reaction which plays havoc with your hormones and overall well-being. Lack of sleep can severely affect your bedroom mojo as well. I don't want to go into detail about what that means, but you can use your imagination. If you want to stay an athlete in the bedroom, then you need to get plenty of rest. When your body doesn't get enough sleep, it releases more of the stress hormone that I just mentioned before. Excess levels of cortisol can break down skin collagen, a protein that keeps skin smooth and elastic. So there you go, ladies. If you want to age gracefully and with beauty, you need to get sleep. If you don't snooze, you won't lose the weight, that is. Lack of sleep results in appetite irregularities, as well as your body not being in a relaxed state to metabolize foods properly, and high cortisol levels can inhibit weight loss. And in fact, it's one of the leading areas that I talk to my clients about is you need to have an off button. You need to relax and you need to do it when you're quiet and you need to give your body time to regulate. Right, I know that's a lot of information and it seems all very dire straits, but I really want to give you my top tips on breaking the cycle. So here's what I'd suggest. First of all, at night, avoid TV, your iPads, illuminated alarm clocks and other digital stuff in the bedroom. Just leave it out of the room. You are going to survive tomorrow. It will be there for you again. Get back to basics. Go all zen. Read a book before you go to sleep rather than watching TV or working late on the computer. Meditate in your own way. You don't have to buy a separate rug or yoga mat. You can just close your eyes and find a way to meditate. Concentrate on breathing and channeling your thoughts away from worry to a place of peace. The thing which really helps me is to write down my task list for the next day so that it's not swimming around in my head. And I don't do that on an iPad. I actually take a note, pen and paper. There seems to be something about channeling those thoughts through your arm, through your hand, onto that pen, onto paper. And I know this is going to sound a bit archaic, but creating a regular bedtime routine and a regular sleep-wake-up schedule, for example, in bed by 10, awake at 6, is really, really good for your body. It's great therapy for your body. Don't eat or drink too much close to bedtime and create a restful environment that's cool, comfortable, well-ventilated and dark if you need that. The other thing is, if you can, depending on where you live and who you live with, Avoid disturbing loud noises. Consider a white noise machine to block out those noises. If you're really in a, in a city built up area and you don't have that peace and quiet. Now this might be fine, but you're still going to have to break the pattern. So if you are awake, then get up, grab a glass of water, read a book or magazine for a few moments, then go back to bed. Do not turn on the TV, the computer or anything with screens and bright lights. 
Just try and keep it simple. I think that that sounds like a really big list of things to do and I will put that on the show notes but I've also got some tips for you for during the day that will help you find regulatory patterns in your sleep. One of the biggest ones and it's a no-brainer I'm sure you've heard it before is to reduce your caffeine intake. If you have to have it, have it early in the morning. Don't have it late in the day. Avoid alcohol and nicotine. In fact, you should avoid nicotine altogether, especially close to bedtime. Exercise, but not straight away before you go to bed. Make sure you have sufficient time to wind down and relax post-training. Keep a sleep diary to identify your sleep habits and patterns. You can share that with your doctor, your specialist, your nutritionist, or your trainer, and you might find that you start recognizing your own patterns as well. Include foods you eat at night time and the time you go to bed because this will really help fine-tune where there are some things you should avoid and what you can do more of. And the biggest thing at all, and I know it sounds like it's a school thing, but it's really, really crucial no matter how old we are, keep a diary of stuff that's on your mind. Get them out of your head and onto paper. As I said before, even if it's a list of things to do for the next day. All right, guys, you know, I want you to think about recharging your batteries. Think of lack of sleep over several nights as your iPhone not being charged properly. Right from the start. Remember when you used to have those iPhones that you had to fully charge before you used them or other phones? That's what it's like for your body. The result is the battery life is shorter than before and it needs to be plugged in and recharged more often. It works the same for our bodies. If we don't fully recharge our batteries when we diminish our energy levels, ability to handle stress and perform daily tasks really diminishes. Finding a balance is key to being fit, healthy, happy and the best of you. So the next part I want to talk to you about in this podcast is the nano break. I'm going to give you my top five tips to distress right now. And I think I'm going to call it the busy person's guide to rebooting your hard drive. That's right. So you're going to need to use this if you find that your ability to deal with stress is more difficult lately. Does it feel like life's just speeding by and you're running from one thing to the next without time to pause and regroup? Have you lost your sense of humor? Are you feeling more sensitive or just not feeling quite yourself? Have you put working out, exercise, and general well-being at the bottom of your list because you just don't have time? You're not alone, guys. So many discussions the last couple of weeks in our office and with our clients have made me realize that despite all the technology that's supposed to save time, more and more people have less time than ever before. I know that's not news. And I know that we all know that's the case. But what worries me is intelligent, savvy people who know what healthy living means are not taking the most basic steps to slow down and reboot their hard drive every day. And I really want to get that point across. It is so crucial. At a certain point, your body says no. It might be in the form of a cold or flu, a niggling pain or injury, headaches, digestive complaints, skin disorders, ability to make important decisions, insomnia that I just discussed before or just the fact that you feel exhausted by the time it's come to this it's really a reflection of a low immune system and cellular effects of stress so it's worth looking after your body FedEx is not going to send you another one tomorrow how can you start right now to help deal with stress and help your body cope with daily mental and physical demands well it might be time for you to apply the one percent rule We should all value our health enough to spend at the very least 1% of our 1,440 minutes a day on our well-being. Rather than taking pills, buying potions and worrying about what's wrong, let's start right now. 
As you're reading this or listening, depending if you've picked up the show notes, I want you to pull your belly button to your spine, adjust your posture, soften your eyes and keep your breathing through your nose. Lift your shoulders to your ears and hold them there as you inhale and exhale and let them drop. Repeat that a couple of times. Be present. Concentrate on your breath to reach all areas of your body from the head to your toes. Once you've listened to this, start getting the things that worry you off your mind and onto paper. Letting things circle around your head is not constructive. Writing ideas, worries, vision or things that have to, you have to do help make them transparent and you can start to see what you should action immediately and stuff that can just be put aside for later or not even warrant your time. And I want you to practice the 1% rule daily. If you can't do anything else other than spend 14 minutes a day on some exercise and functional fitness, stretching, yoga or breathing, then you might want to ask yourself why. You are a reflection of your approach to health and well-being. If you really want to be fitter, healthier and happier, then you alone need to make some cognitive changes to put these nano-break actions into place and start practicing 2, 3, 4 to 14 minute relaxation or exercises. So to recap that, focus on your posture, release the tension in your shoulders, be present, breathe deep into your lungs and focus on quality breath. Write down your worry list. You know, take an overview look of the stuff that was really not important and cross that off. For the things that are really key, make it an action list and give it a priority. And number five, practice the 1% rule. Take at least 40 minutes of your day for wellness, exercise, movement and vitality. Once you've mastered these immediate actions, then you can start thinking, right, I'm in charge, I can start thinking about food and fun, but I know that I'm making a basic commitment to my general health and well-being. Okay, and some little extra tips as well. While you're looking at all the stuff, you definitely need to think about the food that you're eating. Some extra stress busting can be done in the form of your daily diet. If you're tired and stressed, take the time to eat healthy and think about the foods you're reaching for. Are they sugary, salty, fried or alcohol based? Then generally speaking, that's part of that cycle of not treating your body with respect. It also increases stress on the body. Take a step back. Recognize the signs of being tired. Go for some nourishing, healthy choices. Quick, healthy food options where it's as close as possible to its natural source. Fresh is always best. Drink plenty of water. If you're really tired, you know, don't reach for that bag of chips. It could be that you just need a nano break. So it's not just about uh, the fact that you're going to force yourself to go to sleep. It's about the quality of sleep that you have. It's about how you decide to spend your time during the day. And that training, wellness, health and fitness also means that rest side of things. And I really, really hope that I've given you some tips to find regular biorhythms again in sleeping, to try and declutter your bedroom and declutter your mind before you go to sleep, create a great environment where you can calibrate and come back and allow all the great ideas and the, the vision and the passion and the things that you love in life to come to the surface and take some time for yourself. Nothing beats two minutes, five minutes, or a little bit more of just time to be centered and let the moments of the day and the week and everything else just be collected up and pass by. I really, really hope that you start to find that 1% of your day for your health and wellness at the very least. And I'm going to put all these things on show notes as well. It's so important to have a little checklist that you know, right, I've done these five things that will get me closer to my health, happy, 
and vitality goals. Okay, guys, well, I just want to thank you for tuning in. Sound like a bit of a somber one, but it was really, really important for me to get across the fitspiration and rest and how important it is to find that really crucial balance in life. I'm really excited for next podcast, episode 12, where I have a guest with me, Gillian Exton, who started up a new website called Chemical Free. It's a community to show you where you can get products and and all sorts of things of product uh, that aren't chemical-based, that are good for you. Uh, and I'm first of all, Jillian and I are going to chat about why we feel so passionate about sharing information on conscious living. I have a new area on my blog site on the 1st of February dedicated to conscious living, showing you where you can choose products that aren't tested on animals, how you can get involved at a local level, easy tips that you can do things to have a conscious life where you contribute to the community, um, you take care of the environment, and you know that you're putting things in your body that are healthy and not full of chemicals and harmful ingredients. Uh, And I also did it because I feel that there's all these things out there that we see on Facebook and the internet. We see um, photos. We hear about Blackfish and I watched the movie on SeaWorld. We need to be informed. And once you're informed on how easy it is to make small, lasting changes, the ripple effect is huge. So I can't wait to get that um, Conscious Living section up on my blog and also to continue the podcast where we'll be having... Uh, four to six conscious living podcasts all about living a vital life and the best that we can be. So I look forward to introducing you to Gillian on episode 12. And before that, just a reminder, it's the last weeks of the Maui early bird rates. It goes up 1st of February. And I look forward to hearing from you with your comments, feedback. And if you've got time, I would so love you to hop onto iTunes, give me your review, and I look forward to reading out one on episode 12. So until next time, you stay healthy, happy, and have a fantastic week. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.